Welcome to On the Prowl. Hi, everybody. Welcome to On the Prowl. I'm Robert Rowan. And this is Ramey Johnson. Thank you for listening to us today. Today on this episode, we have University of Memphis Tigers football and basketball PA announcer Jeff Mack with us. Tiger Nation! Get on your feet and make some noise for the greatest show of all time. Please welcome Roberts, Roden, and Remy Johnson on the prowl. Thank you for that. Thank you. That no, was awesome. Thank you for that. I, I, I haven't flexed my uh, golden pipes in a while, so it was, uh, it was a pleasure. Are you down for some questions? I am so down for questions. I'm down with talking sports. I'm down with everything. So come bring it. I'm ready. So have you always wanted to be a PA announcer since you were a kid? Yeah, it's uh, give you the backstory of it all. Uh, my brother back in high school, we're six years apart. He's six years older than me. And when he was in high school, he, he was kind of the, the popular guy. And he uh, started doing uh, some public address announcing for football and uh, basketball. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I want to do that. And uh, when I got to be a sophomore in high school, uh, I asked the the principal, may I do this? And he says, absolutely. I think it'll be great for you. Well, that first game that I had, I grabbed the mic and it was my turn to start announcing and nothing came out. And I got a little nudge from the... uh, scorekeeper and out came my you know first words and something like ladies and gentlemen welcome to laramie senior high school and yeah i went on rock and roll from there but ever since what is that 1993 uh was my first time announcing and ever since uh to 2020 here uh, i've been announcing in some capacity of high school or um university uh uh single a baseball uh redbirds baseball uh, it's been fun. It's been fun to announce and, and do this profession as a hobby job. It's not a full-time job. I have to always remember people that, but it's awesome. I, it's a, it's a great profession. You're really good at it. Yes. I appreciate it. Thank you. I agree. Well, do you have a favorite, like, uh, place that you've worked doing this hobby? Like, as you said, like (laughs) every place has got its uh, unique qualities. Um, uh, basically where it all started uh, when I was at the University of Wyoming. It's, it's, a, it's a different environment out there, of course, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, a relatively small school in D1, but, you know, the atmosphere for basketball, it's called the Dome of Doom, just like, you know, the, the, the Tomb of Doom here when uh, the pyramid was here, but um, a very intimidating place. Uh, it's a, a circular arena, so all the noise just bounces around everywhere, so it, it's it's incredible on the acoustics because you don't have to turn yourself up that loud. You can be that loud. Um, uh, here in Memphis, though, uh, it's just it, the, the sports is so engulfed with a lot of people and they take it seriously. And, and even the, the backdrops uh, of, you know, uh, AutoZone Park, I love that park. Just a great ballpark to actually announce in. But going to the University of Memphis, you got Liberty Bowl, awesome place to be in. A lot of seats, but of course you fill in those seats. The SMU game was awesome to announce. Yeah, uh, and of course FedEx Forum. You're in an NBA arena, and I think that's a that's a lifelong goal for a lot of announcers to be actually announce in a professional arena of some sort. And so FedEx Forum, I love it. And again, the fan base is awesome. I love I love the University of Memphis. So, what is your favorite player or saying to announce during the games? <laughs> 
I have actually thought about that question. And, um, it's not just your question here, but I've actually had that question a lot. And I have to a- uh, answer it pretty truthfully because I have to be pretty close to what I just announced. W- without even hesitating, even though I am hesitating, Precious Achua is probably the greatest one so far. I was thinking uh, that. And I-, I can give you a top five list, but let's focus on <laughs> Precious. You know, one one thing I'll have to say is that when you hear me the first time for, you know, maybe a, a, a Memphis Madness or maybe the first game and everything else, what you're hearing is the first time I've actually said it. I don't yeah. sit in the shower and go, precious, and you are, you know, I don't, <laughs> I'll work on my profession. I really don't. Uh, I think the funny thing is, is actually, if you watch uh, the uh, ESPN documentary uh, on those guys, that first episode, they were uh, in the bus and driving into FedEx Forum from Memphis Madness. And mm-hmm. James Wiseman going, oh, and like that. The funny thing is, is that the way that they emulated me and everything else was even before I ever did it. And so when it came out, they they kind of had a pre precursor notion how it's going to sound. And so Precious Achua in its own right is very, very hard to make it sound diabolical. Okay. So you got a name like Precious. How are you going to make that sound like, you know, oh, man, you're going to put some fear in some people. Precious Achua, you know? And, of course, yeah. you got the last name Achua, and everybody's always making fun of it. It's like you're, you're sneezing. Yeah. So that first time I announced his name, I was like going, I don't care. I'm going to make him sound like a beast, and, you know, you know I'm going to put some fear in some people. And what you heard was the Precious Achua. And that came out as natural as can be. My daughter makes fun of me. <laughs> he loves it. You know, my, my six-year-old son, he, he does the same. And, you know, I think when you got names that are out there, there's so many names out there I can always, you know, drop on a hat. But Precious Achua, that is, you know, seriously, you know, when we see him in the NBA, um, that's one thing. You know, I'm, I'm going to carry that torch of, of saying, gosh, that was such a great name. I wish I had more years to announce him. But, yeah, Precious Achua, I think that's probably right now the, the my all-time favorite so far. Well, he put up a lot of numbers, so you got to say his name a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, his name was uh, mentioned quite a bit. And, you know, I, I was always, you know, just ready, at the ready every single time that he got the ball. Yeah, and, and that's with all players. You know, yeah, you really have to keep your head on the swivel. Uh, also announcing uh, assists. We had a lot of assists uh, from everything. So I, you know, now it's Precious Achua's name assisted by Alex Lomax or whatever's going on. So, right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it was so fun. And, you know, to, to get a like from Precious on Twitter saying, you know, it was a privilege to announce your name and for them just to hit that simple like and say, yes, I, I, I do. I, I concur. I, you know, you did an awesome job. So uh, a, a pleasure just to announce his name. I like Alo's name. I like how you make it go low because like his <laughs> last name. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, the backstory of that is it's it's very simple. You, you think about all these names that are out there um it you do put a little bit of thought process now do i again do i practice these no not really with alex's of course that's easy you know you're you're low max low you know go as low as you can and yeah if if i have more control over the volume i turn myself up a little bit i i have a little bit uh, of a deep voice and more of a baritone voice uh but um i could go pretty low but I have to turn myself a little bit higher. And of course, you know, the, the guys effects form, they, they have controls of everything. I really can't dictate that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, with Alex's the, you know, the backstory of his was that, um, yeah, I did it for the first time. 
uh, and I kept on doing it, kept on doing it. Everybody actually on press row is making fun of me and, and <laughs> time was like, going, how low can you go and all that. Um, and I actually had a, a, a fan from the, uh, somewhere in the stands and said he didn't like it. And he, he said on a, on a bad day, he was just frustrated and he just didn't like it, whatever. And I had all of social media going, Jeff, you're doing a good job. We love that one. And Alex Lomax, uh, you know, chimed in. He goes, don't change a thing. We, we, we actually emulate you behind the scenes. So <laughs> we're, we're on a road trip when we're in the um, locker room. Uh, they're all, they're all having fun with it. And Damian Baugh is making fun of it. And, you know, and um, uh, Tyler uh, Harris is making fun of it. And, you know, everybody's having fun. And that's the, the biggest thing about this is that all these names from Alex Lomax, all I'm trying to do is just put a little bit more entertainment value and give them a little bit more hype. And uh, with Alex uh, Lomax, it, it's one of those fun names that you can actually, you know, have some fun with. Well, you've been talking about basketball a lot, but there's also another sport that you do, football. So I wanted to ask, between basketball and football, is there a, an atmosphere that's more exciting for you? Yeah, it, it, football. Unbelievable how things have changed. Um, learning the history of how, you know, you know football became yeah, and, and went and a lot of things happened in, in the past 10, 15 years not just the fan base because there's a lot of loyal people from, uh, you know, football, right. uh, cheered them on, you know, blood tiger blue. And then they do that for all sports, but football, they, they have more connection because either they played for them. They had, they were sometime administrator or something like that, or that they were one of the hundred that were in, you know, Liberty bowl cheering on the tigers, uh, when they were not having the greatest of all times. And I actually did uh, fill in, and uh, was the 2013 and 14, um, uh, Justin Fuente's uh, uh, first couple of years, yeah. and I got a little bit of that taste. And you know, it was like, going, gosh, you know, all is all we need is just a some type of turnaround. I wasn't talking about like you know uh, the coaches, you know, turning around the players and all that stuff. And it seemed like what Justin was doing was you know what everybody, you know, what he was hired to do. You know, turn around this uh, program that is just in, in the cellar and look at it now. And so filling in, uh, going into uh, all these sportscasters saying, oh, they're not going to lose a game this year. It's going to be unprecedented season and everything else. Of course, they had a little chink in the armor in the regular season. You, you lose one. But you got SMU here in Memphis. You have college game day. Are you kidding me? In Memphis, out of all places, you know. So um, with football, it, it is a it is the same passion that you're having with basketball. So you're you're just bringing it into a different sport, but it had a little bit more flair and and more taste. And I think it's going to be like that, especially with Ryan Silverfield at the helm. Right. Uh, a lot of things are going to continue on, especially with football uh, on uh, on the legacy and and seeing also, also these kids that. Are, you know, that are being, you know, paid from high school and uh, playing for the Tigers now making it to the NFL. It, it's got a, it's got a wonderful atmosphere of, of having all the right parts of the recipe uh, to make an incredible uh, fan base and also just fans across the country. So what stadium do you think is louder? Like confetti form get like really loud to where it's louder than Liberty Bowl or mm. Liberty Bowl get really loud or what? Well, <laughs> 
uh, at the Liberty Bowl, unfortunately, I don't have my window open, so I can't really barometer off of uh, how really loud it is. But I'll I'll test to other fans that are out there, and they and they were saying, like, especially that SMU game being pretty loud. And of course, um, at FedEx Forum, I'm right down the uh, table side, right in front court, every everything else. So I, I really get the acoustics around me and hear everything. And I don't have a headset on, and so I, I can really attest to how loud the uh, crowds can be at, at FedEx Forum. So I think both of them, and especially when you have a full capacity at uh, Liberty Bowl, man, you, you get like um, uh, Gibson running one back, you know, in the second half. And you, you could just tell how loud it is. This is also another way you can tell how loud it is. Can you hear me on the loudspeakers when everybody's going nuts? You got 58,000 people going nuts. I might as well just turn off my mic and just go, <laughs> yeah, it just make some noise out there. Do whatever. So, Sit back uh, But that, that's, a, that's also another fun part. When you don't have to announce anything and you could just look around and just see everybody going nuts Oh man, it's actually a great feeling when you just don't have to say anything. Yeah. When you get to be a part of it, and even though yes, it, I'm a working professional public address announcer, I can't do this or go, yeah, we scored that goal. I think a lot of it comes out when I announce, like you know, Preston Chua doing a huge dunk or something like that. Bias <laughs> I could really do, but both atmospheres really. I mean, they're side to side, and you know. It, if, if we you know start having more sellouts at, at Liberty Bowl, of course it's going to be a little bit louder uh, in uh, FedEx form. Even when you have fifteen, sixteen thousand, um, uh, and we'll go back to you know the Tubby days. There, I mean, we didn't have more than ten thousand, but you know there's times where you know the crowds would be going nuts and it would sound like a full capacity arena there so yeah, uh, but both are, are great. I love announcing at both uh, both venues. Um, again, I just love the fan base. It, it all revolves around them. Well, do you have a favorite experience working with the Tigers? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of memories, and I haven't been here since, what, 2009. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the experiences, uh, again, it just, you know, it, it's, a, it's a long history. We, we could ramble on with a lot of things. But, right. you know, the, 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 I'll, I'll just say the small things right now is, like, yeah. uh, women's basketball. You know, uh, El Marone Fieldhouse is actually a, a great venue to be in because it's very intimate. It's, you know, not too, too many seats, but you're kind of on top of the, the whole court. So, uh, again, you know, the Yukon's coming here and everybody's showing up and, you know, uh, cheering on the Tigers against uh, the, you know, the number one team in the nation. You know, unfortunately, I, I, I think I've only announced one game of that, and that was a FedEx Forum. But um, one little backstory of the women's basketball uh, team uh, my mom and my stepdad, uh, along with, uh, my, uh, wife's immediate family, they went to one of the uh, basketball games just because they're, they were here. My, uh, uh, mom and stepdad were living in Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, uh, well, there's a women's basketball game. Do you want to go see it? And my mom is, uh, she's a uh, full blood tie. And so it's just, Oh, I want to go see you uh, announce. I was like, Oh, great. Well, it, mom, uh, we'll get you in and you, you guys have to have some fun. Well, that game, when they showed up, um, I've been telling the administrators, I was like going, well, at Wyoming, we do this thing where I'll say, um, uh, Bob Smith, four, then the crowd goes three. Um, and I, I've been trying to, you know, talk up a little bit about it and kind of show them what it's all about. And we, we just didn't have a way of introdu uh, introducing it uh, to the fans. Well, 
there was a uh, a player. Her name's Alex Winchell. Uh, could shoot a three without a doubt. And for whatever reason, she lit up FedEx Forum along with uh, Nicole Dixon. She could light it up uh, behind uh, behind the, the three point line. And it was three after three after three. And I was like, Alex Winchell, four, three, Alex Winchell, four, three, and all that stuff. All of a sudden, one of the times where she made it, uh, I would go, Alex Winchell, four. And I kind of hesitated. I could hear my mom go, three. <laughs> I was like, and I just look at my administrators down the, down the way. I'm like going, this is what I'm talking about. And so I looked at my mom. I pointed at her and she pointed right back. I'm like, going, all right, let's see if they make another three. And I'm just going to turn off my mic. And so Alex, sure enough, hits another three. I was like, Alex Winchell, four? And I look up with all my family right there, and they go, three. And that's how it all started here. That's awesome. That's, that's a three call right there. So awesome. I, I really like telling that story because, you know, everybody experienced, you know, the SMU game, the, the college game, the football, and um, you can go upon a lot of memories uh, with uh, with basketball, with men's basketball, and all that stuff. But um, to tell that backstory on how the three became, and of course it was the same thing with men's basketball. Who knew that you know they would start embracing it? And so, uh, luckily, we had some women's basketball fans go into the men's basketball games, and they were starting to do it. And we, we told the cheerleaders, we told the band, you know, it, we're going to try this out, and that's that's how that all became into the men's basketball arena now it's like a automatic no th known thing to do that's yeah. pretty iconic i was yeah. curious how that all started because yeah again not, not a lot of people and i'm glad that we have this type of platform uh to do so so a lot of people are going to learn about it and you know we'll we'll broadcast this out on social media and we'll, we'll let everybody know to, uh, to listen on in but yeah. yeah there's a lot of people that just don't know and it, even the backstory upon this at the university of wyoming uh, the women's uh, uh, basketball team played Kansas State, and Kansas State did that. And I got um, uh, pulled away from uh, head coach uh, Joe Ligurski, uh one game when they came back from K-State. And he's like going, Jeff, I don't know how you're going to do this, but we're going to have to do this three thing. And <laughs> do this three thing in Kansas State, I think we could really take off. And, of course, uh, and, you know, the team – uh, it took a couple games, of course, to do. It. I think it maybe took a year or something like that. But uh, the women's basketball team at uh, University of Memphis, or uh, excuse me, University of Wyoming, they actually won the uh, WNIT um, a couple of years back. I think 07, I think, and that it 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 just gained a lot of ground there too. And so a lot of people in, in embraced and enjoy it. But again, coming back to the entertainment factor, that's. I'm professional on one end, you know, I'm here to announce, you know, what's going on, the information, all that stuff. But um, as for marketing and everything else, all the script reading and all that stuff, you, you have to have some entertainment. You have to have some more flair into your voice to, to do all that. That's still a pretty cool story because like what I was saying is because my family, we all, they all love saying that whenever <laughs> someone like Tyler hit a three, they would all hold the three up and say it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah, that's that's all I'm asking. You know, it's that you know, if if it works, it works. And you know, that if I if I say four and everybody just you know goes nuts with the three, hey, we we started something uh, like you guys said is something iconic, but also you're looking at traditions as well. And right. you know, Memphis has some traditions. Um, uh, they need some more traditions, in my opinion, to really carry around. You know, get the students involved, get um, uh, the the crowd involved, and 
you know, the, the biggest thing is, is that they're there for the product that's on the floor. And that's, that's, you know, everybody got to keep that on mind is that everybody is there for a basketball game, but it's also the entertainment factor that, that circumference around from the, you know, the video boards that are around there, the cheerleaders from every, every single aspect of everybody's job that's there. We, we have to make sure that the public is not just happy about what's on the floor, but they're also happy uh, what's going on during the game as well. Well, right. you can talk to Ramey about that. He can help you get the student section. He'll be sitting in it next year. Just oh, man. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to be my my direct contact, brother. Yeah, so uh, we can get our contact. All, I, I got you, man. <laughs> you got it, man. So what has been your favorite thing about the city? Food. Last food, year? man. Food. Food. Give me the wing guru right now. <laughs> man. Uh, Billy Richmond, if you're listening right now, I need some wing guru. Um, <laughs> you know, the, you coming from Wyoming to, to move here to Memphis, you know, it, it, the first thing that comes to my, my mind is Elvis, you know, yeah. because my mom was a huge Elvis fan when, when she grew up. I said, oh, I love Elvis so much. I, you know, uh, uh, she was just sing and love dance and all that stuff and talk about Elvis. And, of course, you know, the biggest thing is, is you know, who's the king? Uh, of Memphis and it is it's Elvis you know but uh when I first met my wife um she went to the University of Wyoming and got her uh, master's degree in chemistry well uh while we were uh dating in Wyoming uh, she brought me uh to Memphis um to see her folks and see around do some sightseeing and that's when uh, I was like going oh man this food that you got. And, and of course, you know, everybody's got, you know, got to try the barbecue, got to have the dry rubber ribs. Gotta, nah, 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 nah. And um, I, I think, seriously, I gained five pounds when I went back to Wyoming. <laughs> like, what did you do there? I said, I ate and I ate more and I had seconds, I had thirds. And, um, and, you know, that's one thing that I totally embrace here is that you cannot go to a bad restaurant here. You really can't, you know, I, I used to go to Debo's all the time because, you know, having a good wing joint back in uh, Wyoming was few and far between. And actually, we would have to travel, what, two and a half hours uh, in in the state of Wyoming if you want really good good wings, really good wings, Buffalo-style wings, or you just go uh, down to Colorado and take an hour's trip. But um, that – and I'm, I'm preluding straight into that because that, that's one thing that I'm just – mind blown is how the wing restaurants have just exploded and how good they are. Yeah. I'm not stopping at wing guru. I mean, it's just every, every single one place. Oh man, you're making me hungry guys. And I, I haven't even had lunch yet. So yeah, uh, the, the history, the, you know, uh, the, the city, the surroundings of everything else, you know, has a lot, a lot to do with, of course, what Memphis is, but I'm just glad that I live in a, in a city that has great food and you can have it at any time, even during quarantine, you know, <laughs> you get curbside assistance, you call it in and pick it up and take it home. It's, you know, you're not getting the uh, whole restaurant vibe, but you know, having this type of, of quantity, you know, in food, is just, it's fantastic. Well, do you have a favorite place to go? I said, well, during quarantine, Believe it or not, I I have two kids, so I really haven't had a chance to really go out or anything else. Yeah, so yeah. I'm here with them. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, uh, Guru doesn't uh, come on out here uh, where I live, but yeah. um, we've done what we normally do. So you know, the 
uh, there's a Buelos nearby Bahama Breeze, you know, a lot of these chain restaurants, but you know, yeah. we, we try to support local and we have, uh, there's a place called My Favorite Place on uh, North Germantown Parkway for great Mexican food. I sound like an advertisement right now, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that that's the thing. Uh, you it, it, no, Quarantine or non-quarantine, you still have a palate for whatever you, you seem fit. So right. um, it could be Mexican food one day, it could be uh, burgers, you know, it could be steaks or whatever. So I, I think in, in going back to my favorite place, we, we love that place. We really do. And we love the name, of course, but you know, it, we've, we've really d- delved into Mexican food while, while during this quarantine. How about you, uh, Robert and, and Rami, what do you, what do you guys have been uh, eating during quarantine? I've been eating Huey's. Wow. I just had that today. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of supporters out there for Huey's, too. I hate you. I, I might put my vote in for tonight. So, there you go. Uh, well, thank you for um, coming on this episode with us. Yeah. Thank you. It's been really fun having you on, you being the voice of the Tigers for both sports. Is there anything you'd like to say to uh, our yeah. listeners? Uh, to all the listeners, uh, you're really getting a sneak peek into excellence because I really do appreciate what you guys are doing. There's a lot of there's a lot of people out there, and especially um, your age group, uh, that want to start something, right. and you're doing that right now. Um, if I had this type of technology back in the day, I would probably consider it. You know, I've, I've been in radio. Uh, I've done that before. And, you know, there's you know, portions of me that you, know, you kind of miss some things and everything. With you guys keeping on doing what's, on, what's good and what's on the prowl, you're asking great questions. You're doing, you know, what all the professionals are doing. The other thing is, and this is really going to spoil everybody that's on, that's listening to On the Prowl is that you're getting all the top name people. And I'm, I'm not saying myself. I looked at your guys' list and it was like, you know, Penny Hardaway, this guy, this guy, Jeff Mack. And I was like, where, where, how do I belong in this one, you know? Uh, but um, that's the thing, is that there's a lot of people that can listen to the ESPN podcast. They can listen to Fox Sports. They can listen to all this stuff. Uh, and you do have some great radio here. 92.9 does a great job. I, I uh, love listening to those guys. Uh, uh, Greg Gaston and, and uh, Wolo. I mean, w- we can go on. But you guys starting this and getting uh, these excellent guests and ask, asking these great questions and everything else, uh, before you know it, you're, you're going to have a, a great piece of radio, a great piece of podcast that people can always listen to, and uh, they're going to continue on listening. So I really do appreciate you guys doing this. Well, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. And you said that you didn't feel as important. Well, you gave us a great episode, and I'm really appreciative of that. So, thank <laughs> well, you. yeah, you, you guys are, are doing a great job, like I said. And, you know, just keep, keep the ball rolling. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll keep on, uh, telling people to tune on in. Seriously, really do appreciate you guys, uh, allowing me to be on. Thank you so much. Well, we hope you have a very safe, well rest of your week in quarantine. And you guys do the same. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Robert Roden. I'm Raymond Johnson. Love you guys. Peace. Don't forget to join us next time on the prowl. Attention, on the prowl listeners, on the prowl merchandise is available to order now. We are on all social media platforms and click the link in our bio. 
follow us on Instagram at on the proud podcast for all the latest news and upcoming podcasts.